The COVID-19 pandemic has affected us all in different ways, but for patients with heart problems, ignoring symptoms like arrhythmias can lead to serious complications. Hi, I'm Gina DiPietro with Novant Health Healthy Headlines. In this episode, cardiologists Dr. Mark Mitchell and Dr. Michael Drucker discuss what new steps they're taking to care for patients. Stick around to hear about the shift to virtual care and how it's making a big difference. Thanks for listening. Hey, Mike, uh, thanks for joining me today to discuss video visits on patients who are having heartbeat disorders or what we call arrhythmias. Oh, you're welcome. Glad to be here. How has the current COVID pandemic affected the care of patients who have heartbeat problems? Well, just like all patients um, or all people, COVID's really caused a couple of issues. One, a reluctance of uh, patients to you know, come to the doctor due to you know, safety issues, as well as uh, issues involving our offices trying to cut down on the amount of traffic coming into our office so, so that we could prevent the spread of COVID. So I think it, at least you know, in the first uh, couple of months uh, where it became a recognized problem, uh, we've definitely had a, a decrease in uh, patient contacts. It's really been a conflict uh, from a from a healthcare provider perspective because, of course, patients need to get cared for, but at the same time, we're trying to limit contact to limit spread of the virus. Uh, what has Novant Cardiology done to address this issue? Well, we've had a major shift uh, to uh, virtual visits, either by telephone or, uh, more importantly, with video visits. So a virtual visit is uh, you're evaluating the patient, but you're actually not with the patient. Correct. Correct. So how do you how do you actually do? I I understand a lot of patients are getting video visits. How do you do a video visit with a patient? Well, it's uh, actually quite easy. Um, most of our video visits are done with an application called Zoom, which is one uh, which patients are familiar with because I know. Uh, a lot of families are using it to communicate long distance, and our uh, our children are using it at school remotely. So that's something that's really been the uh, majority of our virtual visits. There are other uh, software applications that we're using when um, Zoom um, can cannot be used as well. So um, using these programs like Zoom or other other options, you can speak and you can actually see someone using a computer or even just using their, their smartphone. Oh yeah, that's definitely, that's, uh, it's quite easy. Uh, when it gets to the process of seeing me, it's just a matter of clicking a few buttons and they're on the screen and you're on the screen. And then, you know, I think a lot of people have concerns about this because I think there's a, this feeling out in the community that you really need to see the patient, examine the patient, uh, you know, touch the patient in order to evaluate them properly. Uh, how, how is that working on these video visits? Well, in our situation, you know, we, we deal, we're kind of a subspecialty within cardiology dealing with rhythm, heart rhythm problems. The majority of the workup is already uh, obtained and we have the data to look at. So for our patients and uh, what we're looking at, uh, it's matter. The most important part is getting the history and then formulating a plan. So the need for um, you know actually seeing or doing a physical exam is uh, not as important as the history gathering and data review. 
Yeah, so you were telling me the other day about a patient that showed up in the emergency room with a heartbeat disorder, and then you ended up seeing the patient by virtual visit. So how does that work? Well, yeah, so there, there's a, a common condition called SVT, or supraventricular tachycardia, where the heart tends to just short circuit and race very fast. This is a problem that usually brings patients to the emergency room where an EKG is performed and the diagnosis is made. So that's someone that we can pretty much review the information that's already in our computer system, and it's just a matter of discussing uh, the proper treatment with the patient. Um, and that can be done, you know, j just easily through virtual visit as in being in the office. So in the pre-COVID, pre-pandemic era, that patient would have gone to the emergency room, been evaluated, had some EKGs, then they would have been told they need to see you and they would go back to your office and you would do a evaluation in the office, but now it's uh, it's a virtual visit. It's a phone call, so to speak, with video. Correct. What's another example of a situation that you've seen recently with that regard? Well, we also have patients, uh, and we see a lot of patients who have weak heart muscles. And one of the issues with patients who have weak heart muscles, either from heart attacks or uh, infection or what have you, is that they can be susceptible to life-threatening arrhythmias, and they are patients that might require a defibrillator, which is an implantable device to protect people against cardiac arrest. So that's another example where we really have all the information we need um, in the system, uh, results of their echocardiograms, making sure they were on proper medications. And then really what we need to do is discuss the rationale for implantation of such a device. Uh, again, something that really just needs to be uh, verbally exchanged, nothing that we need to actually lay hands on a patient for. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot more efficient for patients, and people have a hard time getting around and don't necessarily want to be in public right now if they can help it. How, how do you feel patients have accepted video visits? Surprisingly, uh, most patients are very open to this uh, concept. There's just a minority of patients that still like the old old system. Um, and you think about it, patients just like everybody else are, are reluctant to go outside during these times and they want to follow the social distancing as well. Yeah, I've noticed um, a lot of patients grasp it very quickly, but in addition to that, I think some patients are reluctant mostly because of the fear of technology or the unfamiliarity of the technology. Correct, correct. And you know, the technology, I think it's relatively simple, and I'm seeing patients from the ages of 20 to, to 90 that have, have embraced it. Yeah, one of the things I've noticed is a lot of the older folks that aren't tech savvy, you know, they'll frequently have a family member, uh, like one of their children, with them to help them. And uh, when they sign on to the video visit and, and their face pops up on my screen and they recognize me, they frequently get a big smile on their face. Yeah, I've noticed that too. As we go forward and as we get through this pandemic, uh, what do you think the future of these video visits will be? I think there'll definitely be um, an increase in the use of video visit. Uh, what we're learning from this is that we can still provide uh, excellent care without having the patients in the office. Uh, the most important part of our visits is the discussion 
and um, that can be easily done through video visits. Uh, furthermore, I think it, you know avoiding the travel is is very important. As you know, we tend to see a, a lot of patients that are out of state um, for various procedures that we do, and you know the patient that I follow in Florida or Alabama now, they don't have to drive you know six to ten hours to see me. That we can do a lot of our visits over the phone. Yeah, and I think with regard to the specialty of arrhythmia management, a lot of these patients have implantable devices that can be managed and evaluated remotely, so it's even more convenient for those patients. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I think, I think we've always had a reluctance to uh, just rely on checking things over the phone, but now that we've had an increase in volume of that sort of care, we've become a lot more comfortable uh, with doing it. Yeah, you know, the pandemic certainly has cast a dark cloud over all of us and, hope, you know, won't go on forever. But I think one, one ray of sunshine with regard to this uh, pandemic is that video visits have been implemented very quickly. And I think patients and doctors are both adapting to them. So I certainly appreciate you getting together to discuss this issue. Well, my pleasure. Glad to be here. Hi, Gina DiPietro again. If you or a loved one struggle with heart problems, we hope this information has been helpful and encouraging. And as restaurants, nail and hair salons, and churches reopen across the U.S., you'll need to think about how to navigate those spaces safely. To help with that, the Novant Health Healthy Headlines site has a series of stories that will help you make the right choices for you and your family. As always, thanks for listening. And please take a moment to review and rate us if you get a chance.